Hey, Rashad, how's it going? Not much. I'm glad that someone's got professional gear. Oh, I just, I have, it's so hard for me. I don't really have professional gear. I just, it's so hard for me to hear. These are maybe like $20 headphones. <laughs> but, the, but I heard the cords coming back in style. The cords you know? are coming yeah. back in style. Yeah. And I like the like big headphones as part of the outfit uh, back in style too. No, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's good. Wow, you fooled me. I, yeah, no, I To all our listeners out there, Darby is wearing over the head earphones. It girl aside, <laughs> the musician DOS aside, everyone this year has been rocking those, you know, Apple the Air, Air Max. The, the Air Pros. Max. Yeah. They look great. Yeah, they look sick. They look so sick. You look like you're <laughs> hovering around town. Yeah, you look like you're on a mission when you're wearing them in transit. Totally. You look like you're on a mission. You, you, it's like all Apple Air Max Pro users. It's like they're communicating with each other too. You know, it's like they're like Sims characters and they're just like yeah. <laughs> bopping around and they're like, yeah. I know. And then like and pe- people that have Apple watches will have that like radio. Like have you ever seen people radio to each other? I'm not like a smartwatch user, but there's like this apparently way to yeah, to other Apple Watch users to like radio to them. And it does feel it does look cool when people do it. I can't really hate <laughs> on it. <laughs> I have never seen that. I've seen people on set do it sometimes. No way. To like other people in their apartment. Yeah. Uh, so no more walkies. It's been a minute yeah. since I've been on set. No, walkies are never going out of style. Walkies Even are though never it's style. okay. You'll never really be able to hear what the other person's saying on the other end. No matter how much time you spend on a walkie, it they ju- it they're still so hard to hear. Right. Right, but on a on a smartwatch. On a smartwatch, yeah. <laughs> That's bizarre. I've never seen yeah. that before. Yeah. I mean, I used to be a smartwatch user for like a moment in time, no pun intended, and it was <laughs> not. It, it was so goofy. It looked really goofy. Like it, I, it looked like that. I worked at Best Buy. No shade to Best Buy yeah. workers out there. I was just like, yeah. And I'm. I got out of fitness. Like I wasn't even like. I just look like a tech bro. Yeah, I do kind of. I've been rocking the Casio uh, calculator, the Marty McFly watch. I love it. They're back in style. Yeah, I mean, everyone's rocking them right now. They're kind of having a big moment. What else is back but, in style? Drop it to me. Uh, tech watch. Like, I don't. I feel like tech and fashion are just like merging in a big way, in like this kind of like old school, like you know, like eighties esque way again, where it's like. I feel like when smartwatches like first came out, they weren't really cool. And now it's kind of normal to wear them. It's kind of like vapes, how like when they first came out, they weren't cool. And now it's just like a regular thing. Everybody does. <laughs> Do you vape? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I've definitely tried it. I get it. I get why people do it. You're not a cigarette smoker. Uh, No, no, I quit. And I think we're probably going to find out that the vapes are much, much worse than cigarettes ever were <laughs> they're so bad they're so bad yeah. I've, I've never owned a vape i have vaped before i was a very heavy cigarette smoker user <laughs> and then i quit but i never got into the vape life but yeah vapes it's like plastic <laughs> sorry no you good <laughs> no you can cough on air on or off air <laughs> 
wrong wrong pipe you edit this <laughs> I, I, okay Rashad you better edit this this is my first podcast it's your first podcast really yeah I don't know why I was confused when you asked me I was like I hope I don't disappoint Rashad that he, uh I haven't really done anything that I'm not wearing that many hats maybe <laughs> no 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 that's your first uh podcast that's great do you listen to podcasts I do. I like them because it feels like you have like two friends in your ear or something like you're always like hanging out with someone. Have you ever had one friend in your ear? Like, have you ever listened to a podcast that only just like talks to themselves? Occasionally, I kind of like only maybe a few, but I like because it's like kind of stream of consciousness, like people just like rambling. And I feel like that's like, I don't know, some honest stuff can come out. That's kind of cool. There's something kind of interesting about that. Where do you usually listen to podcasts? You mean like what app or you mean like where? <laughs> yeah, like in like, my where? house, oh, like folding laundry and stuff. Oh, okay. That yeah, kind of obviously shit. not like on the job. No, no, not on the job. On you the always job. have I... to be like attentive, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad. I feel like we didn't even get to hang out that day on set. Really, I was like running around with a chick, like a chicken with my head cut off, <laughs> of course, like I always am. <laughs> It's funny. I want to get everyone in in that room on the podcast. Doesn't even matter what you do. I don't even care if you're. PA. <laughs> <laughs> even the PAs were so sweet to me. Yeah, like, what we a great, what an what an all star team. It was an all star team. Thank you for the best team. Yeah, no, even the PAs they were so sweet to me. I was just walking off the street, and you guys took me in with open arms. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Which is surprising because it's Chestnut Street and everyone knows Chestnut Street is freaking torched. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, that. Yeah, that pop. I, I wonder what that space is now, that random storefront. Actually, I so Pugs, who runs that space, I ran into him when I was back in Philly and he told me that he wants to reopen it. And I don't know. Right now, community is such a trend, speaking of trends. And. So he wants to like do more of what he was doing of like renting it out and then like just like people using it and stuff. So I was just, it was great to see Pugs. Yeah. He was healthy. It was great. I don't know if you know Pugs, but he runs the decade. I don't. I know he's Dan's friend. Everyone's Dan's friend. I know. Talk about a guy that wears a lot of hats. <laughs> Yo, he only wears <laughs> the same five panel though. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah. Community, community's in for a reason, I feel like. No, community's yeah. in for all the right reasons. We love it. We're here for it. I'm like, they're the real heroes. I'm like, the the people doing like events and stuff and community stuff. Like, I think of people, I saw that you had Kate on, Kate Bamford. And mm -hmm. I think about, um, I don't, Mike V, who runs Laundrette. He's been like really hustling the shows and stuff there. And I don't know, that's, it's just, it's like such thankless work sometimes like doing events and community stuff that's um, good i've never like been the, they're the heroes of yeah i feel like oh it's awesome it's in port richmond and yeah it's a record store um they have like art shows and they've had just like shows like diy shows just like every weekend that's sick yeah port richmond. it feels like yeah it feels like a good like community center that i feel like i felt like was missing for a while not like photo club yeah yeah no yeah Photo club's cool too. Yeah, it, that's just out. It's sometimes hard for people to get there. It's, like, it's, it's out there so far. 
but it feels I, like it's kind of nice because I you're like feel trapped there with everyone you're like no one else can go anywhere unless they take like an uber or something <laughs> <laughs> you're like kind of on like a desert island together <laughs> I wow Port Richmond I mean Port Richmond's now like so to everyone out there we're talking Philly this is a worldwide podcast but apparently there's like a bunch of Philly heads on the podcast so bear with us Port Richmond is the new fish town. It's cool that you don't live in Port Richmond, right? I do. I'm currently in Port Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> and all my fr- yeah, it's just it's like just one of the last affordable neighborhoods for people to buy houses and open small businesses and stuff. Yeah, it's a fun it's a I mean it's a weird place for sure. <laughs> it's a weird place. Yeah. Well, it's weird about it. Well, the thing that separates it from most other neighborhoods is there is no multifamily homes. There's only single family homes because I'm the vote they you know back in the day they didn't want you know all of the it's very like blue collar um over here they didn't want like any projects or anything opening up so they voted to keep it single family home uh so that's kind of what makes it different than like all the other neighborhoods it's very you have to you there's no apartments it's I don't know feels weird living in a city or in a section of a city with no apartments right right Well, I guess maybe when I come back to Philly and I want to buy a spot, then maybe Port Richmond's the spot. Yeah, I'm I'm not many other places are affordable, but it's cool because a lot of our friends have like they're doing construction on the main strip, Richmond Street um, for so many years, forever. And all those businesses went out of business. And now a bunch of my friends have opened up like shops on it. Um, There's like sick. There's Big Top, Vintage Shore. My friend Maddie opened a opened a jewelry store called Trotsky. Yeah. And uh yeah, Mike V opened Launderette. That's um, sick. So it feels cool. It feels like a small town though, when you're like walking down the street, you're just like, yo, you like looking all the windows, store friends, you're just like, what's up? What's up? Like, <laughs> all the, yeah, I'm just like it feels like I'm like, feel like I'm like in a movie or something. I just like know everyone walking around. A movie. Darby's life is like a movie, a zoobie. <laughs> Yours could be too if you moved to Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Desire where we talk about your main gig then we talk about your side hustle. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. WMH and Desire is made possible by listeners and viewers like you. Thank you. Darby Ergang is a cinematographer, camera operator, and camera assistant based in Philadelphia and New York. I first met Darby on the set of Soul Glow's music video for Trip on a mix, directed by Dan White, assistant director by friend and guest of the show, Marissa DeBeast of Mannequin Pussy, and director of photography, our lovely guest, Darby, our gang. We run in similar circles. What?
Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I, interrupt, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. We but run yeah. in. What? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to no, say. No, you're right. You know, I was just agreeing. It's oh. crazy that that's the only time that we've met was that video because it <laughs> seems like we've been running in similar circles for a while. We run in similar circles, one degree of separation. The music scene in Philly is one of the best music scenes I've ever seen. It is so supportive. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone used to work at the same coffee shop or restaurant, and everyone who has a music project makes a music video. Jarby has worked for many of your favorite musicians, such as Curvile, Soul Glow, Tiger's Jaw, Sadie from Speedy Ortiz. Her film photos are bomb too. Her photos of Rivka from Spirit of the Beehive for Rad Mad Jewelers are lit. In the words of Dan Way and everyone in the photo and video industry couldn't have done it with the without the best team. Please welcome Darby or gang to wear many hats. <laughs> Thanks, Rashad. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I was like, what? I was sometimes you feel like you just haven't done anything, and then you're like, what could I even possibly say? (laughs) (laughs) I know, I guess always you to ask me. Yeah, very nice of you to ask me on. Oh, I've I've been wanting to have everyone that was in that room on on the show, but also all of Philly, you know, like Mm -hmm. everyone in Philly is cool so true and they don't get asked on yeah we don't really have like a there's not that many philly podcasts or like interview yeah interviews and it helps you know things like podcasts and articles like help to push people's projects so much and that's like you know a big reason why you people have to make music videos now because there's just the industry is like the music industry is so fucked it's just like someone can only even find out about your band if you have a music video (laughs) wild to hear only because the fact that some of my friends me included I mean I grew up watching music videos but to this day I still wonder if people are still watching music videos and they are um I think so I people are at least watching like you know an Instagram clip to see what a band's about but it feel it felt like before when like smaller musicians would make music videos they would want to do them because they just they really they had a they really wanted to do them but now it feels like sometimes more of like you have to if you're going to try to like make it at all or do anything or just to get you know send like 100 cold emails to like get someone to write up about you know write an article about your band have you done that? that uh no but I'm not uh I know I just have had friends that you know have just been going through it trying to promote their music and there's just sometimes it feels like it's yeah it's so hard I've seen get it out there I feel like you've seen so many Philly bands like come up in your time yeah yeah well I I you know I've been here 10 years now and before I was doing film I was booking shows at my old house and that's actually when Soul Glow first formed I the first time I like could book whatever bands I wanted at the house like they're like one of the first bands I asked um and I've just been a fit that was in maybe like 2014 or 2015 and I was so it was so nice of them to ask me because I've, I've just been a fan for so long what Philly is known for is their house names uh what was your house name called um it was actually through like a bunch of loopholes was considered um a University of Penn frat uh, it was like on is a house like on University of Penn's campus. Um, but there's like this loophole that only like 
just like two people that went to Penn had to live there. Um, and then are you, the are rest you talking of the house, Pylam? Yeah, Pylam. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was there for a while. You lived there? No yeah, way. Yeah, and I booked show. I booked yeah, and I booked a Tsoglawan, uh human barbecue. That was like you know forever ago. I mean, come um, but on. Looking, human but barbecue I saw, is but legendary. I saw, yeah, but I saw you know a lot of Philly bands come up through. I mean, yeah, come up through that, and I mean, even the first year I moved there, like Mac DeMarco played there. Like, right. there's just like. I mean, you know, legend, you know, Dead Milkman played there like in the eighties. Yeah. So it's just like a but yeah, no longer no longer a space, but was fun while it lasted. No longer a uh, space, sure. but also does it look like I don't know human barbecue and pilot? I don't know. I know. I for I you're a New Yorker. I just forget I forget how that you were in Philly for so long. I just think <laughs> it's funny that like, yeah, I oh my god that was such a You gotta preface it for the listeners too. Yeah, to everyone <laughs> out there. I mean, Philly forever, but Human Barbecue, Pylam, I remember the last show I went to Human Barbecue. I have photos of like, oh, wow, Michelle, you know, Michelle's on her Japanese breakfast. She she mm-hmm. was playing like it was just her and like her, her, like her husband, then I guess boyfriend at the time, like was helping her with like the technical difficulties, but she still carried out the set was sick. But I was like, when I watched, that, I was like, "Dude, Michelle's gonna be huge." I know. Is it? It's crazy to think like about all of the shows and like thinking about all those musicians playing now. You're like Japanese Breakfast, Alex G, Solo, like Kississippi, like all of these bands like playing in one show sounds like insane now. Thinking about how everyone's is just like blown up, which is so cool and so it's cool to watch. So cool. Pylam was amazing. I loved Pylam. It was during the a time that I don't know, like, like do you remember like the Pink House days? Have you ever been to Pink House? Uh, no. What neighborhood was that in? It was in South Philly. In South Philly. Uh, no, I don't think so. But possibly. I just. It's been a long time since I've been to a crazy house that, like, you know, the decor is like off the walls and graffiti everywhere and it's like it's like a hoarder's heaven yeah yeah definitely uh sucked to live there at times but <laughs> it came with its like ups and downs there's like maggots in the sink at one point like from it just no one doing their dishes for so long <laughs> and uh yeah we would have this like big day de- yeah we'd have like you know we just like do acid and stuff and like paint the house or yes oh yeah yes. but you're like you know i was like 19 years old it was like so fun and at the time <laughs> so good the the one mural that I, that stood out to me which was like the disarves like tagline for so long was at, in the basement that never stop hanging out yeah and that was like our thing for so long and i was just like yeah. damn fucking yeah. pilam saw it all yeah yeah but now you now you live in a real house no i live in a real home yeah that was i mean that was a long time ago <laughs> but i'm glad i did it you know i'm glad i had just lived in a yeah i mean but, never never really lived in a warehouse space but that's like kind of the closest thing right right and you didn't go to upenn no i went to drexel but yeah it was just all these loopholes like anybody drexel. could live there right no yeah, totally and it's yeah it's weird because now i'm i'm teaching cinematography there like to freshmen that's so it's, weird. it's like weird full circle yeah <laughs> wait 
you're teaching cinematography at Penn. No, at Drexel. Oh, at Drexel. At Drexel. Drexel. Oh, okay. 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 That's cool. Yeah. I wish it, um, our professor. Yeah, I know. I wish it paid more (laughs) fit into my schedule better because it does sometimes make me happier than filmmaking. (laughs) Wait, no. But it's cool because you can just like see, it's cool to see, it's cool to teach the freshmen because you can see like real time them just like improving so much. And I, um, I don't know that industry can be so like gatekeepery like right. and sometimes at the end of the day it's just like cameras are so simple you just like i just try to teach things like in a simple way um but That's yeah cool. it feels feels weird to be like back on campus and stuff yeah because sometimes when you're like picking up the camera for the first time you're like oh this is how am i gonna learn all this and how am i gonna put this camera together yeah and for them like they've only had phones like their whole life so they've never like held a camera but they're used to filming stuff because they've had a phone in their whole life and it's just like yeah just teaching them like the technical stuff but they and they all pick on it pick up on it pretty quickly because yeah they're just used to it when i worked in photo and video i remember when i was in the studio and i was just like putting cameras together i was like oh do i really want to do this type of stuff and i was just like i had i had no idea I never went to school for any of this, but as an intern, I like learned a lot, but I, I never was into like filming stuff. I was always into like photography. So I would pick up Mm -hmm. a camera and shoot stuff left and right. But now video, video is like a lot of fun. Yeah. Make it move. But yeah, there's always something special about still photography. Like Sometimes it feels like, you know, more mysterious to not see the whole moment. Like, I feel like, you know, in this time and culture, you're like, we're so used to just like seeing everything and like all these like really personal things about people. And it's nice to sometimes, see. I always think it's better to see less, leave it up to imagination. I think that's what I like about podcasts is like, I like not like just hearing people and not seeing and then, you know, letting your brain imagine. I agree. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly about just listening i i'm not into these like video podcasts now you know it's just like that's a kind of almost defeats the purpose sometimes i mean i get it i grew up like watching well kcrw here and there and well like listening and then you know wkdu yeah of course w yeah dude all the way all the way but i i love like all these like when bands go into the studio and they play and then you watch like the radio host, like introduce them. And like, there's that whole visual element to it. And then you're watching it. Like I was sending my friend all these videos for them to listen to and while he was like cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, as like podcasts, I, I only do like a visual or, um, you just like listening audio, yeah, audio, yeah, audio yeah. instead of like, I don't know we used to be in a studio, um, but I just didn't like messing around with like all the technical stuff. Yeah. And just sometimes it just doesn't seem necessary. Like it's not about exactly. watching it anyway. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And like, I do edit at the end, but who knows? I might keep some stuff in there. Oh no! <laughs> like you choking on water. <laughs> I know. 
I don't know the first rule about podcasting, obviously, is like not eating and drinking, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can totally you can totally drink your coffee. But if I see you eating a hot dog, I'm totally going to call you out for eating a hot dog. (laughs) It'd be funny that you'd have to include just that video clip. Do you so you teaching so you spend more of your time teaching now than going out in the field? No, I'm only teaching one class, so definitely still mostly out in the field. Yeah, I, it's funny because I've actually like kind of taken a step back from shooting and music videos, just trying You're to like re- reassess. I uh, really, I, I uh, <laughs> it's funny because like I never like intended to be like doing music videos, but all my friends are musicians, and they're just like, "Hey, you do video." Um, but yeah, it's funny. I like went to school for like screenwriting and, but then all my friends that were filmmakers, like I watched them work and I was like, oh, that looks way more fun. You get to like hang out with people, <laughs> not be like in a room by yourself. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's funny. Cause I, I don't really consider myself like a visual person to be doing like, which feels like, you know, music videos are like the most visual, visual part. Like it's all about just extreme visuals. Um, so I don't know. It feels kind of funny to be doing them. <laughs> Screenwriting. Did you want to like write a movie or a television show, or you were just like, yeah? But I was like it. eighteen. I didn't right. really know. I was like, uh, yeah, this sounds cool. <laughs> People still want to write TV or yeah. a movie. I mean, I'm yeah. in my thirties, and I like, I want, I want this podcast to be a fucking television show. Yeah, but you're just saying you hate. You like that it's audio. Now you're trying to make it a television show. No, I mean, I oh my God, you're so annoying. Um, yeah. Like when I first started the podcast, I like wanted it to be like it ends off being like um like a some type of like it like an off yeah, talk show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, like shorter. Yeah. Yeah. But not me. It's like following the guests and like cool. they're like a day in a life. Not but I wouldn't be in it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah, 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 yeah. you could still do it i i do Mm -hmm. i can i i mean i probably could now life has been getting a lot more easier not saying that it was like always easy but yeah yeah i mean i'm doing all these podcasts yeah you're doing yeah you're you're wearing all the hats you're doing all the podcasts dude i'm cranking out (laughs) like podcast episodes left and right yeah cool yeah world's burning behind me and i'm still like putting out a podcast (laughs) doing the lord's work <laughs> I, you know, I like oh i appreciate it because i love listening and yeah i got to listen to emily's yesterday and that's really nice emily bertner yeah yeah and, everyone, that's a favorite. Uh, what a treat what a treat to listen to her talk for an hour which i never get to i love talking to emily out and i mean i it was so funny because like i forgot that i photographed her a long time ago for a shoot and it's just been so long and she also was in a band too, Marge. Yeah, yeah. Did you shoot for Marge too? Uh, yeah, I shot a live session for them that is like maybe going to die on a hard drive. I should probably try to edit it. It was like last, actually last January we shot it. And then I'm doing all these, actually this week I'm doing all these, um, doing music video for Gabby, as new project, the electro- her electronic project, IV2. Yo, there's so yeah. many music projects coming out. I like, know, everyone's right. like on their solo shit, but I really love the songs and uh, yeah, that'll be really cool. I it's love very, it. It's very, very different than Marge, which yeah, it's just like fully electronic. 
Um, I love that you say that everyone's on their solo shit. It really <laughs> seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, though. Everyone's so like really coming into their own. Yeah, it's funny. My friends are all starting solo projects. They're like, they're like, who's going to be in all of our, if we're all starting our solo projects, who's going to be in all of our bands? I'm like, you guys need to make some new friends. <laughs> but you've made all the friends you can make in Philly, though. Philly, I know. Yeah. That's why sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it's good to, I guess, change it up. Yeah. How long have you been in New York? I've been in New York for more than more than five years it like it's more than five years but i haven't kept count until like it's 10 years then i'll tell people it's 10 years 10 years yeah yeah and then you're in philly for before that for a oh, really long time i have family cool. that that's outside of philly oh cool um, delco cool i'm a i'm a delco. Oh, i'm from delco i'm from delco wait whoa, whoa, whoa. you're delco <laughs> baby too because I'm, I'm a delco, a delco baby, baby. no yeah. way wait wait what delco um, okay, media go. Media. I'm yeah. I'm Ridley. I used to yeah. get in media all the time. I I went to community college out in media. Cool. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I used. I mean, like media. Wow. Delco. Wow. We the got a mayor of is, uh, over here. Let's go. <laughs> I know. I still gotta watch it. So um, good. I know you couldn't tell by my accent. <laughs> no, I don't think. I mean, I hope I don't have one. Um. <laughs> I know. Luckily, my mom's from South Jersey, and my dad has a lisp. He's from Delco, <laughs> so I never really, caught, I never really, uh, I luckily, hopefully, didn't get it. <laughs> Delco, let's go. I'm still waiting on my Delco tattoo. I have no idea when I'm gonna get that, but that's so crazy. Delco, let's. Yeah, I, I. So that's why I always come back to Philly. I've been in Philly yeah. for. Oh, cool. I grew up in Philly or Delco. Delco. Then I like lived in Philly for so long. And then I got out, but I, I come back from time to time and Philly is like changing drastically. Yeah. Exponentially. Yeah, talking about portrait. I mean, even when I go back to media, my, I don't have, my family doesn't live there anymore, but yeah, it's weird. There's like all these like micro breweries and stuff where like before it was just all dive bars and stuff. And there was like, I mean, as a kid, there was like nothing even to do, but like loiter around. Downtown. Yeah. You look like a loiter. I know. I, Yeah. I loved loiter. I know. <laughs> <laughs> loved, yeah. I don't. Do you go to Granite Run Mall? I loved Granite Granite Run Mall. That was like the loitering mall. That was like the mall kid mall. I. But like you, I would always, we'd always get like kicked out for loitering, and it was just we were always just like standing around. <laughs> I love the Granite Run Mall. I used to work at the Springfield Mall. Okay, that's like right by my. That's right by my, where I grew up. It was like walking distance. From the Springfield Mall. From the Springfield Mall, yeah. No way. I was yeah. a Borders bookstore kid. I used to go yeah. at Borders all the time. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I used to, that's, honestly, if I were to say, how did I get my that's, start that's a spirit music? Ha- that's a spirit <laughs> Halloween now. <laughs> the Borders. <laughs> I just used to go into Borders and, like, go to the music section and then, like, you know, listen to all the the cds on the wall yeah that was the best and they had all the players in yes. the section it was the yeah, best yeah and you could like play yeah that is really cool sometimes like i yeah speaking of headphones like we were earlier like i'll just go into best buy and you know how you could play like 10 seconds while you're test i'm like i'm just trying to relive that experience and it's like a song <laughs> i don't even want to listen to <laughs> yeah exactly it's yeah. like all right 
oh my god so much so many pop yeah. bands, so many so much country yeah damn that was so cool that was like the original streaming was just like going to right. pop in whatever that was like um, our well that yeah. was like my tower records to yeah. be honest with you yeah totally yeah borders yeah i just like go and um yeah read all the magazines and stuff so back to Moz, were you a hot topic yes. kid for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like I don't know. That's just like the only music I knew growing up. Like I didn't have like I'm not gonna like pretend to have like you know some high music taste. Like some other like I just like was listening to hot topic music, <laughs> and that's hot yeah. That's what I love so much about the speaking of solo. Like I lo- like you just hear all the hot topic influence, and I know that like Pierce was like a hot topic kid too. And uh, yeah, feel I feel seen listening to it. I feel very seen. <laughs> I, I love it too, and I. I love it when people ask me like on the street, like, what am I listening to? Yeah. Like, Please ask. It's like soul glow. Yeah. Jesus peace. It's like Philly. Philly. <laughs> left and right. I know. Sometimes I like, I want to expand the, what I listen to. Cause I feel like I only listen to Philly music and I, I know that every, you know, city has their own like scene, but sometimes it's so hard to find music. It, it's sometimes hard to crack into that like small scene of like music in other cities right right i mean i try to listen to new york bands but right now like the new york scene is very like surf rocky and like very trendy um yeah everyone's like, doing the like early 2000s like new right. york revival yeah everyone's doing like the indie sleaze thing everyone's touring with phoenix i don't know how like i i just can't seem to i i can i can like take a break from it but i don't know I would like to go back and like listen to Philly stuff. So that's, that's really cool. But other than that, yeah, I I can't, I'm trying to think if there's any other music I listen to that's like new bands, but it's not hitting. It's always Philly. It's not hit- yeah. Yeah. But there's so many great ones. There's so um, many great ones yeah. and they're all like, <laughs> all these bands like they were all like previous members of another band or like they're in like another big band yeah yeah I mean in Philly is like I we always like joke and say this we're just like Philly's really just all one big band and it's just like every weekend it's just like what part of the big band are we gonna see or it feels like <laughs> uh yeah that's we joke about hilarious. that. <laughs> um, but it's easy for me to kind of like joke from behind, like not being in a band. <laughs> Do you play an instrument? Are you secretly in a band? Uh I'm not. I'm yeah, I but I I like to mess around. Um just yeah, but just because it feels good. It's kind of yeah. I was listening to this interview with Black Francis uh, from Pixies. And he was talking about how he just like brings like he's like he paints on tour, but he's like not really good at it. And it kind of just that's how I feel about music. I'm just like I just make music, but I'm not really good at it. But it's just I don't know, just for fun. But like what is good at it? I feel like everyone that plays in a band in Philly just plays in a band. It's like it's music that they like to play. And it's like. It's to people's tastes. I don't know. I. Like, for instance, Kurt Vile, right? Mm-hmm. He's got good music. When I see him play live, I, like, pass out. Like, I'm that guy in the corner, like, knocks out. 
Yeah, I, 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 you know what? I haven't actually seen um, him play live, but yeah, I'm full on. I like because I'm so bad at music. Like the mystery is like still there. Like sometimes when I see live music, I just like feel like a kid watching a band for the first time. For I just like I still don't understand how. Yeah, it all happens together, and you can be so in tune. I am like jealous that my friends are in bands because it it's such a it seems like a deeper bond when you're like so in tune with someone. Um, and sometimes I feel like we could I get to that place on like film sets, but definitely not to the same like kind of like degree film sets i mean yeah when i was in that room with all you guys it seems like you guys were definitely all in tuned and best of friends too and you guys have worked before yeah it's funny uh that was the first time dan and i worked together um dan and i worked together where he was directing but you know we have similar we both like work kind of like below the line crew jobs where he works in like lighting and i work in a camera department um, we work with like Andrea, who um did who did all the art art department and all the set dressing. We work with her, yeah, we work with her a lot too. We actually I actually just worked with them like the last job of the year, um, and it was really fun. Great people, yeah. And it's funny because I know like Marissa, I had gone on tour with like shooting Mannequin Pussy like when Romantic came out, but I that was our first time working on like a set with Marissa, and it was it was really I don't know, it was really cool. You toured with them? I toured with them. Yeah. And I did um a music video for Emotional High that was like a, a tour Sick. doc video. Yeah, that feels like, you know, their tenacity was it feels like it so long ago. It's actually funny because I remember I, we were sitting when we were we were like sitting at a diner and that's when they like found out that they had signed Epitaph. And you were there. And I was there. Yeah, I felt yeah, and they Sick. did a really it was really nice. It was my first tour and I was like glad to have done it, but I was like, this isn't for me. And I glad I don't have to do it again. But it was nice of them to take it was nice of them to take me with them. They're also sweet and so talented. That's cool that you got to try it though. Yeah, yeah. Cause I wouldn't have yeah, gone. Yeah. But oof, not I I I think if you're a musician tour is better because you're like maybe there for more of a purpose. But for me, I was just like, I'm just like sitting down in different places <laughs> you're like sitting down in the van sitting down in the green room right um, no that's cool i mean like i i get it too have you, yeah have you gone on tour i've never gone on tour what i was trying to say was like you going on tour with marissa one one of my previous four first ever tattoo artists matt mccormick who's like this like famous like fine artist painter now he got his start by touring with Odd Future and he was like good friends with oh, them. Cool. So he was like the tattoo artist on tour. But that was like, that's like, so he was, he said that he was not going to do that ever again, obviously. And that it's, was insane. Um, I've never so gone hard. on tour. So. Yeah. Well, would you like to? I would love to go on tour. I've never did the whole music thing. Like I've never right. done the whole Philly music thing i mean i i did i i played in a beer there yeah yeah and like played small shows and stuff like that but i didn't get to that point where yeah it was like i was just so not adjacent but like so close to it like i used to live across the street from big mama's warehouse oh cool yeah. and and like the spot that was the spot that was the spot and then you had like you know the the batting cages like right mm -hmm. up the street yeah golden days i know yeah uh 
so nice. I, but I loved everyone that was like playing in, mm-hmm. in bands. Like I feel like everyone that played at the batting cages was just like on to greener pastures. Like seriously, like they killed it. Totally. And like some of the first shows I went to in Philly, um, were at Gerard Hall, like right above the. Right. Did you ever go there? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're like, dude, I ever go there? Yeah. And it was funny because they brought it back, like, right before the cages closed, like, one of the last cages shows, there was a show at Gerard Hall going on at the same time. And it was cool to see, like, the dynamic. Yeah, I was like, man. But then, it, yeah, that whole block is apparently getting, like, demolished. No way. They're, like, building condos. Yeah, that's, like, why <sighs> the cages, like, ended, I think. I used to pay my rent in that building. Oh yeah, I heard that it was like there's a land there's that yeah, that um yeah. Yeah, like before right. all these like payment like Venmo and Zelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were checks, still checks, and yeah, I would slip it through like heard, the... Yeah. That that guy owned like a lot of those properties around there that lived in that on that other side of the cages, right? How do you like own all those properties but like live in like that it's here's People just come from like a different era. It's <laughs> I don't know. so it's bizarre. Just, like, I just like on that hustle. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But like, the batting cages was so funny, and Gerard Hall. Because every time I was partying at Gerard Hall, I thought like Gerard Hall would just cave in. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. But what a cool space! It was. Um, it was a really, really cool yeah, space. Yeah, I know, and it's it's funny to think, uh, of anything like that, like still existing. Like I know they definitely do, um in philly there's spaces like that but it just it feels like they like end much quicker and they're much like harder to get off the ground and Mm. um landlords are just much worse (laughs) worse than ever before right um yeah and you can kind of get away with less it feels like in this like uh like post-covid like more internet era more internet Internet, more internet i don't don't even know what the word i was looking for no 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 (laughs) more internet era i what is your thoughts on like the internet era of like everything um i think there's like good and bad um i think like one one of the worst parts is like yeah you'd think that the that music and like independent film would be like so much more like accessible and like Mm -hmm easy to find but it it's like almost like now that the internet is like the mainstream whereas before like the internet was like the underground it like it's so much harder to find stuff and right um you'd think like it it feels like you know like we've you know been on instagram all like 10 years and like we just there's so much just lost in instagram that we like can't find or like can't trace back to and i'm uh i don't know i would love to i've been trying to like work on like even just like a website where people could like submit links and stuff where you just like stuff could live like any kind of like media like videos or demos or because it all you know it feels like it gets lost so quickly and you lose your map book or it like breaks and then you're like oh I just lost like five years of stuff I worked on or whatever if you're not like you're actively like archiving it right no one's backing shit up no one's got you're not, like... yeah and it <laughs> it's sad so much stuff gets just gets lost and um yeah but you love being a cinematographer right you love getting you're you're in it right or usually Um, when people come on the show they always like it's not like a deep dark secret but they sometimes want to like change it up for sure yeah i um yeah i don't really know what i change i it's funny because i i'm not like a 
you know, I have friends that are just like true artists and they're like, you know, if I wasn't doing this, like I have no idea what else I'd be doing. And this is like the only thing that I could even imagine doing. And it, it brings them so much joy doing it. But for me, I'm like, Ooh, doing it is just such a pain. And <laughs> it, I could, I'm, I could imagine, Oh, there's my cat. Um, just doing other stuff. I, you know, I could imagine doing anything else, but I just kind of like ended up in it. I'm not just one of those like artists, artists, you know, in that way, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. How often do you go to the movies? Almost never. <laughs> I really try to be careful of what I watch. And um, because uh, I, you know, people, especially now with streaming, like will just like leave TV on all the time. And um, I try to just be like more mindful and be selective about uh, what I watch because I, I don't think it's that uh, great for your brain uh, to just like watch show after show after show. Oh, yeah, because I was going <laughs> to ask which one of the big three are you into? Big three meaning HBO Max, Netflix or Hulu? I mean, I definitely like I probably like <laughs> HBO the most, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like an active. It's funny right now because we don't our Internet's been out for like the last week. My partner is um is really into just like physical media and we have like just tons of I mean yeah like behind yeah tons of um DVDs and VHSs so it's been nice to have those uh because it's all we can watch right now <laughs> and I'm actually just hot spotting right now to do this interview. <laughs> You're hot spotting? Wow, this is I know peak Philly right now. I know. Climbing <laughs> well, in Blizzard. There's like it's not even I know that's it's just out here in the sticks in Philadelphia. Wow, I, I don't live in Philly, but I'm I'm I feel like I'm living in Philly right now talking to you. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, it's fun. I'm actually I'll be living in New York January and February just to change it up. I've lived in Philly, yeah. I mean I grew up here. I've been in the city for 10 years and yeah. It sometimes I when I meet people from other cities, I'm like sometimes it feels like all I can talk about is Philly. And here we talked literally this whole interview just about philly i mean i'm admitting to you that i i still love and miss philly but you know i left for a reason it can get very comfortable very comfortable very comfortable for sure and i'm just like not built like that yeah people definitely i the philly to new york like philly to new york or philly to la people you know they need that like hustle in them like they need that that like external thing that gets them to do what they're doing and I totally get that. And hey, I, you know, I need it too. I was at a party and someone asked about like reflection and like resolution mm -hmm. of like, you know, years. It could be like, honestly, this year, the year before, previous years and so on. But for resolution i was like i wanted to be like more comfy like chill because yeah like you said mm. i was always picking get, up we're getting older yeah exactly you want to be more comfortable yeah 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 i feel similarly i was thinking about my resolutions not that i like make one every year but no i'm just trying not to like uh bite off more than i can chew because then you know all these other things like start slipping you know i Sometimes I feel like I just like say yes. I'm not like making decisions on what I want to do. I'm just like saying yes to whatever people ask me. 
and then yeah just not biting off more than I can chew because then you end up like all these you know you're not there for your friends when they you, they need you you're like not there I'm not there for like your family or partner or whatever else so just Slipping trying to be like the more present yeah not like and you know we there's such a like emphasis on like like hustle culture and just like yeah try not to there's more important things yeah there are definitely more important things except this podcast that's yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah well this is like therapeutic it like feels like therapy i'm sure you feel someone really that's why i do it yeah. 10 times a month i have no idea this is like on oh, top of me having it, like even at it on top of like having two therapists it's like i talk a lot yeah over zoom <laughs> over zoom and it's it's very therapeutic i'm not a licensed therapist but i could be in podcast years yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> hats off to you and everything that you do for some just are wear many hats solutions so i have a bunch of different projects we have the podcast the music and the creative studio we'll love to work with you on one of the three which one would you choose well, I'm doing the podcast. I don't know. I'm trying to like, yeah, in years coming, like, I don't know, change it up and maybe not just do film, but try to find because uh, at the end of the day, I don't I just love like problem solving and working in film just like feels like another way of doing that. Uh, so I, I'd love to not so much like try to take on like other creative things, but yeah, work on. Yeah. So it's the uh the cre- what's the creative studio you doing video as well i don't do video but i do hire videographers hire videographers. Cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah 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 and that one makes sense yeah i don't know if you ever <laughs> do any like commercial work but yeah that's the hustle that's the money maker the we money all gotta maker. we all gotta eat <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but i do also did put out some singles for my music project smog cutter at I definitely want to talk to you about getting a music video in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. I know I, that you, like you said, I guess I'm the go-to. You're the go-to. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of funny. I, yeah, there's there's a lot, but I feel like you know, you, Marissa, and Dan are the most I feel comfortable talking to about stuff like that and like treatments. So it's mm-hmm. just like you guys are like friendly faces to me. Mm-hmm. and the film yeah and like yeah dan is such a hard worker and yeah it's, they're both are and yeah yeah head us up we'll get the team we'll get the team back together i know <laughs> fucking super fucking i don't know this is like it's it's just like it's it's just so cool that you guys are like holding it down yeah because at the end of the day it's like i just it's not so much for the love of music videos but it's for like the love of the bands and the song the music video being like the only way that people have like been able to like advertise because the music videos are just commercials for musicians exactly <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of the day so it's just like just trying to like advertise the music as best i can to like hope yeah people love that hope it gets out there love that it's so <laughs> funny i went to this event a couple of weeks back and I met this guy. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his music project. I just remember talking to him. It was uh my friend. He runs this vintage shop called Intramural Shop and it was at the 
new Ace Hotel in Brooklyn. And oh, we were cool. just like all hanging out. And this guy, he talks to me about his vintage T-shirt that he wants to buy. And I'm picking out another vintage T-shirt that I'm going to buy. And he mm-hmm. was like... He just kept chatting up with me and I started chatting up that like I had a podcast and all this like fun stuff. And and he was like, oh, yeah, like I have a music project and like I'm like really invested. Like. I got to show you my music video. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll I'll definitely check out your music. He's like, yeah, I need tons of people to like check out this music because I poured my whole like life savings into it and I was like what are you talking about and like and like he told me how much he paid for the music video and and he he's so passionate about this like his music project yeah but I was like a sidebar like you're oh, like are... you, you maybe you shouldn't have done that <laughs> I was like I was like yeah exactly in my head and I was like yeah. are you gonna buy those two t-shirts and he's like no man like I have to choose one or the other but the other one's like over a hundred dollars and like that's not in my budget at all I'm just like a COVID officer for like films on set and like the mm-hmm. music thing is like what I'm really into but I was just like I couldn't believe it because I was like, yo, I don't remember your name or your music project, mm-hmm. but like you poured your life savings and you're like, I'm not even going to yeah. check it out because I don't remember anything that you said. Also, like how much you cared about your music project is just like, it's great that you are, but mm-hmm. like all of this just feels so interesting and funny to me. And like, I don't think, are music videos that expensive yeah uh they are just i mean the thing about music videos is they're just what you make them so like the video i did for mimi's band eight we did for like you know we just put like a little bit of our own money in for like a green screen rental and like some film um but we did that for like no money right um and the videos i'm doing for gabby this week like we're not there's also like we're not doing them for there there's no budget Right, right so i feel like you just make work but I worked like coming up, I worked under directors and DPs. I'm not going to name names, but that no, have don't. like really like pushed like, you know, you have like a $10,000 budget, which is a huge for an indie band. Right. It's gigantic. Um, but then but then they like squeeze, they still squeeze it out to get like as much out of it as they can. And then they're like overworking their crew. They're working themselves. They're overworking the band. Um, And just like and, you know, they're putting the music video which to me the music video isn't as important as the music itself like above all of like the crew the safety of everyone um and i've watched i just watched that happen for like many years and that i'm always trying to just with music videos you should just like make it with what what's in your means because at the end of the day like it's so mad like music videos are so malleable and they can be anything but i'm oh yeah just trying to always work within that and it sometimes it is a lot more work and takes a lot longer when you're like you can't hire someone and you're doing it all by yourself like the Mimi video took us like it we took me like a year and a half to finish because we had shot so much green screen and I had to do all the VFX myself but it was like you know at the end of the day no one got like no one used their life savings on it you know it was right exactly but I'm glad it came out and I bet it looks great I'm gonna definitely check it out just hearing that and listen to eight the band 
new Philly band. And listen to it. Yeah. The band. Great record. Great, great record. There's just so many great Philly bands. I know. I'm, I, I'm, so I'm, I'm you, do you remember, I don't know if they're, do you remember Palm? Yeah, they're still a band. Yeah, I, like, they were, are they still Philly or are they New York now? Or like, what? They're Philly, they all live here, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. And they're, they're like, killing they're, it. Yeah, they're killing it, but they're actually, they're all transplants. Yeah, they're but all But they came here. I mean, come on. No, they're we... still no. They've been here so long. They're definitely not. <laughs> oh they're, yeah, they're, they're I, lo- I love that you're. I love that you're pulling that. <laughs> no, that's like the Delco. That. That's the Delco coming out. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. The moral of the story is to not use your life savings, Jesus. Yeah, just work within your means, and it'll always be cool. Don't yeah worry about it. Like for so long, I was so like crippled by making stuff because I was just like didn't want it to be bad but now it's you know if it something doesn't turn out well like usually it just everyone forgets about it so quickly it, it doesn't really matter and exactly. no one's like thinking no one's thinking about you as much as you're thinking about yourself <laughs> like that I like that if you were to get a chest tattoo quote what would it be maybe something along the same lines it's funny because I, I mean I don't have any tattoos but it would just maybe be like it doesn't matter <laughs> so good because just trying to operate in that in that way and it'll be a lot easier to make things and not as like anxiety inducing because at the end of the day like no matter what your creative project is or how it comes out like you're still just like yourself with like your anxieties and your like interpersonal issues and whatever dishes in the sink and shit like that (laughs) (laughs) you know like you're like I'm still just myself at the end of the day and trying not to put too much stress and uh not putting work above life that's great that was yeah and that's what everyone should remember yeah yeah when you're out there yeah doing your projects just remember it's important because it but it's not the maybe most important thing in the world exactly plug your socials where can people find you i'm just on instagram uh but it is garbage garbage with a d basically so good (laughs) <laughs> thanks thank you darby thank you. for coming yeah. on it was great I'm to have you to talk. yeah thanks so much for having me rashad i appreciate it till next time this is wear many hats presented by Dasar, and i'm rashad peace